Hi everyone, this is Florence Bremer. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm a lawyer in Phoenix. I've been in practice for 20 years. I'm also a mother, a grandmother, a wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, amateur restaurant critic, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. At Bonafide Legal Podcast, we're a podcast for attorneys and business owners, and we deal with time management issues and tips for living your best life. As I was putting together some notes for today's show, I feel like maybe it's a bit of a hodgepodge, but I think the overall theme is motivations and why we do what we do and what can we do to keep moving forward. Before I get into it, I wanted to tell a story um, uh, about my dad and um, maybe it's a little bit on motivations, but it it actually kind of cracks me up. So my mom and dad lived in Sun City until this week. Sun City is about 45 minutes from where the rest of my family lives. Everyone else in my family lives in a five-mile radius. My two adult daughters, my grandson, my father-in-law, my sister-in-law, my brother, my nieces, my nephew, we all live really close. We're always popping in on each other all the time. On Thursday night, we got together for Chinese food, just all these little things. But my mom and dad being 45 minutes away, it just hasn't, it's it's close, but it's not close, if you know what I'm saying. Um, If you have to throw in an hour and a half round trip into seeing someone, it makes it a lot harder, especially if you just want to run by after work or that sort of thing. They lived by a court that I went to quite a bit, so if I was over there, I would stop and see them, but I wouldn't always have court there. My court seems to go in waves, where sometimes I'm downtown all the time, or I'm in the East Valley, or I'm in Yavapai County, and my mom and dad lived west, and it seems like I would have three hearings in a week there, and then I wouldn't have a hearing there for four months. Uh, So they were just sort of tired of it. They've lived there for six or seven years. They moved from the area that we lived in and Sun City's all retirement. And they did like it, but it just was hard. They, They missed us. They missed our, you know, like I said, we might like all run and go see a movie um you know six or seven of us there's like 20 of us like I don't even know how we got this big and they could never be part of it so I wanted to tell a little bit of story about my dad about um his the move so one of the things that was a, a bit of a disappointment for me this week is my parents were moving and I just internally had this stress about it because I felt I was very unhelpful. Um, My brother helped them get the moving truck. He and my nephew and my husband were going to load it. I was hoping I'd be able to stop by and fill up my car with, with a, you know, a load of clothes or kitchen appliances or something where I could help too. And I never made it out there. I had too much court and too many meetings and too many late nights and it it just didn't work out. So um, my brother and other family kind of had the brunt of it. But when you're helping people move, I think you get to see some of their secrets. 
And my brother told me that my dad was wearing two left slippers, a brown one and a blue one. And he put those together from two other pairs of slippers because the right slipper wore out on each pair because of the way he walked. And then he just put the two left slippers together and made a pair of slippers. The even funnier thing about that is my dad had brand new slippers in a box and um, they were a Christmas present from my brother. So my brother took the two left slippers pair and threw them away and told my dad he had to wear, you know, his new slippers. And my dad said, why? <laughs> and we just were laughing like, oh, come on, dad. Like where, what are slippers cost? Four dollars. Um, but my, my dad's very much like that. Like he will reuse and recycle things. Um, and I, I think I am too. I don't think I'd go to the extent where I would use two left slippers, but I'm always trying to find ways to, um, make things last. Um, with my shoes, I get them resold and, and wear them for, for years and years and, um, always keep my purses and dust bags and, and make them last for years and years. But um, I was tickled by his two left slippers. So um, I did want to talk a little bit more about motivations. And throughout the week, things were just hitting me from all different places on what motivates me or what keeps me motivated. My friend Neil who I've talked about before, who does the Business Guy blog. He did a blog this week that just talks about finding beauty and enjoying moments. And I have to tell myself that because this was a week where it was nonstop court. I had court almost every day. My parents' move was happening, so that was always a stressor in the back of my mind. The news called me and wanted to interview me for a story that's happening in Maricopa County. If you haven't heard of it yet, Google it. The Maricopa County assessor, who's also an attorney, was indicted on multiple counts for this adoption scheme that he had, where he allegedly was getting women who were pregnant from the Marshall Islands and then adopting having their babies adopted to families in Arizona and Utah. And so they just wanted to talk to me. I don't have direct knowledge of him at all, but they wanted to talk to me about adoption, red flags. So I started to prepare for that. And I'm I'm in an outlying suburb, and they found somebody who was closer to their studio, like within five minutes, and I was over an hour away. So that didn't end up happening. But it just was all, like, that's what my week was like, like all sorts of distractions, the phone was ringing off the hook. On some afternoons, I would have to put it on to do not disturb so I could get through some things. And it was a week where I felt, can I really find beauty in anything? And I was even complaining to my husband about it. I said, my motivation, when I'm in the shower in the morning, like my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in the world is the shower in the morning. It just feels like a new a new day, a new perspective. Um, 
if I can shower when the sun is out as opposed to when it's dark, that's a big difference for me. If I'm showering when it's dark, I feel like it's like I'm headed to the airport for like a crappy early morning flight or something. Um, but having the sun through the windows and, and I'm so glad that I have windows in my bathroom. I think if I didn't, I, I don't know what I would do, probably kick a hole in the wall or something. I always hate when I stay in a hotel and the bathrooms are always those, um, interior bathrooms and you don't have any sunlight. I'll usually shower with the door open. So at least I can get some daylight coming in through the, the doorway of the shower. But the thing I was telling my husband was a motivation that I say to get out of the shower, because I take a really long shower. It is just good for me. Like That is one of the things that gets me going in the morning. But eventually I have to leave and face the world. And I will say this to myself and I'll say it out loud. I'll say, when you leave, there is coffee. <laughs> and that usually gets me out. So that was one of my motivations to get going is that when I leave the shower, there's there's coffee. And then just having that little bit of, of beauty in the morning. I try to, in the morning if I can, I try to have my first, I usually only drink a cup of coffee, to sometimes a second. Um, even when I drink two cups of coffee, it's usually two half cups because I just, my coffee gets cold and I never get to it. <clears throat> But one thing that makes me feel like a real person is if I can have a cup of coffee with my husband before I leave, then I feel like I'm not just, you know, out the door and like running and chugging coffee. Some mornings I will, and I use this as a motivation too, if I have a morning where I know I'm going to be stuck in traffic, I think, well, when you're stuck in traffic, you can pick up your coffee cup and have a drink. Or if I have a morning where I know I'm just going to be at my desk nonstop, I think, well, when you're at your desk, you can have a cup of coffee. And I have to be intentional about that. I know that probably sounds weird, but when I get in a hurry about drinking coffee, whether if I'm like walking and trying to drink it, or if I'm chugging it at my desk and trying to do a million things, I've spilled it on myself. And, um, that's no fun, you know, um, have a coffee stain on your clothes all day or to have to try to go home and change. So just being like intentional about that and making that as a treat is, is part of my motivation and, and just finding a little bit of beauty in the morning. Another place to find beauty and motivation is in life's little surprises. And I'll give an example. So this Thursday night, everyone, my, I usually have training on Thursday night and my trainer changed our training to Tuesday and Wednesday because of plans that she had. So my Wednesday was insane. I started meetings. I had court first thing in the morning. I had training. I had my home, um, I don't I don't even know what you'd call it. I have like a small church group that I go to during the week in addition to going to church on the weekend. So I do that on Wednesday too. So everything was on Wednesday. And then I went and saw my mom on Wednesday 
after they had moved in. So I didn't get to bed till like 11. And then on Thursday, I got back to the office after court, like a kind of normal time, and ended up leaving the office maybe 4.30. Leaving at 4.30 feels like a vacation. Like a, And if I don't have anything in the uh, evening, like training or anything else, it feels like I have you know, this infinite amount of time. So then everyone just started calling me like my, my brother was calling me and, and, and my daughters were calling me. We got everyone together and we got Chinese food and went to my brother's and ate it. And it didn't take that much time. Like, I think I was home before eight, but it felt so luxurious to be able to just spend this time with everyone. We were laughing, the baby was there And it just was this beautiful night. And it wasn't anything special. It wasn't anyone's birthday. It wasn't anything costly. But it was great. And it was one of life's beautiful moments that you have to savor. I tried to do the same thing during the weekend as well. And my weekends are just getting more and more busy. Like I feel like I'm on the run the whole weekend. I'm pleased to say that I'm recording this on Sunday at noon. In the last several weeks, I think I've been recording Sunday at 10 p.m. And I love doing my podcast. This is very important to me. It's therapy for me. I love the comments that I get from people. But it's the weirdest thing to try to squeeze in an hour and feel like you cannot squeeze in an hour between... Because I usually record, I like I don't have a set recording schedule. I record sometime between, my goal is between Friday morning and Sunday night. And it's so strange that most of the time I'm recording Sunday at 10 p.m., which I think I can't find an hour, 30 minutes to an hour is how long these podcasts are. I can't find that amount of time between Friday morning and Sunday night. It's just crazy. And I want to talk about the weekend a little bit. So I did have, um, I had court on Friday and had a, a hearing where I was out, you know, relatively quickly, which was nice. So I left the office a couple hours early. I think I left about three. And then, um, Uh, It was later than that. It was like four. So, but even four, like I said, is is great. Although Friday, I I try for that not to be the case. I always try to leave early on Friday. But because I had court and it ran relatively long, I wanted to um, just try to get out as as early as I could. And it ended up being about four-ish. The Friday afternoons at my office complex, there's all sorts of businesses, but Friday afternoon, it is like a dead zone. Everyone leaves early for the weekend. And this technically is a holiday weekend. It's Columbus Day on Monday, although Arizona has a weird relationship with Columbus Day. Only about half of the businesses are closed. And you know, you could never figure it out. Like sometimes the banks are closed. I think I'm pretty sure there is no mail on, on Mondays. Um, and half of the courts have court. Um, a lot of the courts will still have court on this Monday, but they will 
um, take off the Friday after Thanksgiving, and that will substitute for this upcoming Monday holiday. So I can never plan to take it off because it's just, um, it's a hodgepodge in, in this state. Um, so, but I did notice a lot of people were headed up north. So it's kind of a holiday weekend, but not really a holiday weekend. But it, it did, I think, finally quiet down um, on Friday afternoon. Um, so I got a hold of my daughters and we ran and saw my mom and dad. I'm just trying to pop in on them, you know, and be able to see them as much as I can. They're close. I want them to know how welcome they are. They've been isolated for a while by distance. And I just need them to know how important they are to me. So I dropped by and saw them. They had already had uh, dinner. So um, my daughters and I went to run some errands. My daughter, Lily, the one with the baby, she kind of has a million things going on right now. She is very much wanting to throw a Halloween party at my house. Um, because we're such a big group now, like, why not? Like, our group is a party. So um, on um, Friday night, we went to Party City in the dollar store. She picked out a couple of things for the party. And then she also is getting married in January. So she picked out some invitations. She's having a very, very small wedding. We're going to Las Vegas for it. So we did that kind of stuff. And then we went out for pancakes at night, which... I love to do. I don't know why that feels like so much fun, but we did that. It took forever to get the food. Like everyone else who sat down after us had food. We just went to IHOP, which was right by where we were. Um, so that was weird, but I guess there was some sort of mistake in the kitchen. The ticket got misplaced. Not the worst thing in the world. And our waiter was very friendly about it and apologetic. So how could you be mad? And we had to spend more time together. Like that's one of those things where you take that moment when you get it and it's a little inconvenient to wait longer for your food. But and we had the baby, you know, he was getting a little bit crabby, but we just had a good time with it. And we were laughing and telling stories and it was great. So then Saturday, which I've talked about before, is just it's my personal hustle day. I get up early. Oh, one more thing. And I'll talk about this in more detail in a bit. But when I got home from IHOP, it was probably nine. My brother had actually stopped by and was talking to my husband. And I had just figured out when we were out to dinner that the Breaking Bad movie El Camino had come out today. And I was dying to see it. I'd been dying to see it since it was announced. I... um didn't want to hear any spoilers. I knew by the end of the weekend there would be spoilers everywhere once everyone started to watch it and review it. So I said, I'm watching this tonight, which was a little bit later for me because honestly, I'll go to bed like at 9 p.m. on a Friday because I do so much on Saturday. But I watch this movie and I'll give a review of it at the end of the episode. So I did um, watch the movie, went to bed like 11. I got up about 6.30 and took a walk. And it was glorious. There is nothing 
like Arizona when the heat breaks. There were a ton of people out walking or walking their dogs or riding their bikes, and they were positively joyful. After that heat is gone, it just feels like a new world. Everything feels so fresh. Everything's in bloom. It's bad for allergies, but it just feels lovely. There was a nice breeze. Everyone I ran into was saying, it's such a great day. And and I was saying, yeah, it is. Have a great day. And just walking around with smiles on their face. When I walk during the summer and it's still hot, a lot of times I'll be the only person out there. I start walking at about five in the morning before it gets too bad. It's still horrible then. Arizona gets dark, but there's no relief during July, August, September. It's just horrible, horrible nights. But then when you and then when you get to about October, like right around the fall, um, the change to fall, like September 21st, sometimes a little bit longer, you lose that heat during the morning and you have nice mornings. It's still warm. Like today, I think it's going to be 90, but that's just positively beautiful compared to 115. So I took my walk and just, it was great. I can walk a longer distance because it's so nice. I don't have to get up at five. I can get up at 630. Like all of that is great. I went to the new, um, there's a new Starbucks in my town because it's crazy, but we live in this super small town and we have one drive through Starbucks, which seems like that should be plenty. But on Saturday mornings and on weekday mornings, there will be a line of cars in the drive through that are 20 or 25 cars. It was one of the reasons I got a Keurig was because I can't wait in a line for 20 minutes to get a coffee. Like I have to get to court. So I, um, my sister-in-law got me the Keurig actually, and I got to go cups and just started doing coffee that way and started picking it up to go. I just usually do a brewed coffee in the morning anyway, so I don't need anything special. So there's a new, there's a second Starbucks drive-through and I went to that location and it's all like nice and clean and, um, new is it just was really really nice and so I was kind of like hiding out with a hat on and going through my phone and I run into a client um and so that was kind of fun you know we were talking about different things and and laughing it's always weird when a client sees me not as me Florence the lawyer but whatever it is that you know how I look and I didn't look good that's for sure I had my hair tucked under a hat. Uh, it needed to be washed. And I just um, had like super ugly clothes on. <laughs> he said the reason that he recognized me is because I had the shirt on that said lawyer in super big print. And I'm like, why would I wear a shirt like that out? And I'm like, how is that keeping me hidden? So after um, I ran into that client, I finished my walk and then Saturday morning, everyone, you know, starts to call. Where are you? What's going on? I picked up donuts for my mom and dad, and I brought donuts to their house and then um, sent a text message to everybody in the family to stop by mom and dad's house and have a donut. And then I had to um, get ready to uh, go to church, and then I had a client dinner. So 
I got ready for church. I picked up my father-in-law, my sister-in-law, my and my daughter was already with me, and we went to church. And then I came home, and we had to, you know, get ready. My husband and I had this client dinner. And sometimes when you have something like that, at least for me, I think, ugh, it's something on my calendar. I'd rather just be sitting at home. And that's one of the things where you have to find joy and find motivation. This is a client that I love. Like, I absolutely love this client. And we were celebrating the winning of her case. So it was a happy occasion, too. It wasn't going to be like a drawn-out business meeting or anything like that. And we went to a place that had live music. It had this duo singing, and they were great. It's called Mastro's, M-A-S-T-R-O, and it's in North Scottsdale. I guess it's a bit of a chain. I think they're in L.A. as well. And it's known as a steakhouse, which I don't eat steak, but they had a ton of vegetarian options. Like I had a veggie sushi roll. My husband had some sides and a big salad. Like it was yummy. My mouth is watering as I think of it. So why wouldn't that be joyous, you know? And, and it was. It was great. We, we laughed. We just had this great time. And so that is one of the things that I really have to remember, that when those types of things pop up on my calendar, it's not a burden, it's not something that is a sad thing to do, it's a great thing to do. Like, this is that's why we're here. So Saturday was just so busy, like just so, so, so busy. So Sunday, as I record this, I'm trying to have the type of Sunday that I love where I don't have anything on the calendar and there isn't anything. But what I had to do was actually get some work done. And I usually like to wake up on Sunday at about six. I, I used to do walks on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but it just got to be a little bit too much in terms of, of scheduling because I'll walk for two or three hours. And unless I get up super early on Sunday, I don't have the time for it. And I also decided I need one day a week where an alarm is not set. It doesn't mean I still don't wake up early, but I don't want to wake up to an alarm. And if I happen to sleep longer, that's a fine too. So I always try to get my go to the church service on Sunday night. So I don't, or sorry, Saturday night. So I don't have to get up on Sunday and don't have to have the alarm. So we did get to bed a little bit late, you know, because we had this dinner and um, it just ended up being kind of a long night, super fun night, but a long night. And I got to bed probably about 11 again. And I woke up around seven and I thought, all right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get some work done. And then I picked up a magazine. I read a couple articles and thought, forget this. I'm closing my eyes again. I'm getting some more sleep. So I slept to a little bit after nine and I'm feeling pretty good. Like actually got some sleep. But the, the thing that I like to do on Sunday, if possible, is, is get some work done. There's always a handful of things at the end of the week that I haven't gotten to because my schedule is so busy. One thing that's really hard to do at work is actually work. So 
all week I had been bringing home documents. I needed to draft some corporate documents. I needed to read through this huge stack of documents on this new complicated case with all these scientific issues I had. And I also need to prep for a big trial on Tuesday. Like all this stuff is going on. And I'm just carrying this stuff around every night and and trying to work on it at work and, and I can't get to it. And I know I've mentioned it before, but I have a little room in my office. It's my reading and quiet room. I haven't sat in that room except for 15 minutes in the last month and a half because I've been so chained to my desk and my emails and my phone. It's just been awful. So I brought home this work this weekend and actually got through it on Sunday morning. Now I feel like my Sunday night is just, or or my Sunday afternoon and my Sunday night is just so free. A a thing that I, I generally do on Sunday night if I have time is I go through my emails for the weekend. I don't look at my office emails throughout the weekend because it bums me out. But I will look at them if I do have time on Sunday night because I'm usually catching up on some stuff on my DVR anyways. There's usually a new Walking Dead and some shows on the DVR that have piled up during the week. And... um. It, that's something I can do while I'm uh, answering emails is watch those shows. If it's a show I really love and want to watch every second of it, I won't play it while I'm checking emails because these are shows that I like, but I don't have to watch like every single scene if I'm thinking about something else. It's definitely not a time where I put on American Horror Story, which is my favorite show on right now. So that's the weekend and um, just trying to have those moments that motivate you and find joy, you have to do it. You have to do it. I'll even tell you about my upcoming schedule in the next three weeks. I pretty much have court every day. I have so much court and then I have this travel coming up as well. And the way that court and travel has fallen, that I have to skip fall events that I have attended every year for as long as I can remember. I'm part of the AWLA, which is the Arizona Women's Law Association. They have a conference every year and they have a wine and cheese. I have conflicts. I can't go. I also do something called court works every year where we do a trial, a fake trial for um, eighth graders, they actually do the trial. There's a, uh, a same set of facts every year. We always do a lunch before the court works with the attorneys, which is sponsored by Judge Mergia, who is a Ninth Circuit judge. And she does a thank you lunch for the um, volunteer attorneys. And then I do the court works. Well, I can't make the lunch this year. I have a conflict. And then on the actual court works, I think I'll have to show up late because I have court in the morning. Just crazy. I And it was a little bit strange because I was actually having a conversation with my husband about it before I realized that I had these conflicts where I was telling him there are four hours each week where I have things that I do for myself 
that are always scheduled at the same time. And to try to get there during those times, every week is an ordeal. I do training with my trainer two hours a week. There's tons of hours during the week. I mean, you have to s- subtract, you know, sleep, obviously. And you, you're you not going to, during sleeping hours, you're not going to have these type of regular activities anyways. Um, but still, even when you take out sleep, there's still a ton of hours. Every week, I am stressed about trying to get there at 5.30, two days a week. It shouldn't be that hard. And even, and I, I, I was telling him the story how hard it was, and then probably not more than three hours later, a client contacted me, and we have this big meeting scheduled on Tuesday night with lawyers coming in from out of town and that sort of thing. So there goes my training. It's just two hours a week and I can't get it done. And then I have two hours for church. I have a Wednesday night with a church group and then I have an hour on the weekend. And every week I am stressed and struggling about how to fit in these two hours. It shouldn't be that hard. And it and it always is. So that's something that I'm working on is trying to not be scheduled to the hilt and we'll see how it goes. Even when I had it's just odd how like things happen sometimes. Even when I had Chinese food at my brother's, I opened up my fortune cookie and I actually have it in my phone case right now to remind myself. But my fortune said, give yourself a day off. At least give yourself a relaxing evening. And I'm like, come on, how is that my fortune? (laughs) But it was right on. It just was right on with what I'm going through. Um, Also, I know I'm kind of skipping around a little bit, but just a lot of different things has come up have come up this week. I wanted to talk a little bit about marketing. I know that some of my listeners are have their own firm or they have their own business in general that's not law related. So I wanted to tell about some new marketing things that I had going on. I finally did a Facebook business page, which is crazy because it doesn't take that long to put it together. I had my legal assistant, Renee, put it together for me. And if you have a chance to go visit it and like it, that would be wonderful. It's just under Law Office of Florence Bremer. I love this page. It's so happy. She put some pictures on that really are me um, in terms of things that I like. There's a picture of the Eiffel Tower Abraham Lincoln Memorial, um, hands shaking, uh, two hands shaking each other, just shows like how we uh, like greet people at the firm and friendliness. Um, another one was a cup of coffee next to a computer, just shows how I work on a daily basis. And it, I just love it. And since I've had it up, there have been the nicest comments ever from other clients. I went through my Facebook list and I invited people to like and follow the page and the response was overwhelming and I thought why haven't I done this sooner like just such an easy thing 
And it doesn't even cost anything. Like, it's crazy. So if you don't have a Facebook business page and you have your own business, definitely do that. Another podcast that I wanted to tell you about in terms of marketing, and I've mentioned it before, it's a legal podcast called The Unbillable Hour. And they talk about stuff that you do that is unbillable, but you need to do to make yourself money. The attorney who runs this podcast has the most pleasant voice in the world. I could listen to him all day. And this, and the podcast usually comes out maybe every three to four weeks. A, f- a few um, months he was off during the summer, but they're always really worthwhile. And he was talking about, and, ha- and the, he always has guests, about all the administrative things that get done and how you need to delegate those as much as possible. And I need to hear that. And it was a good podcast to listen to, and it got me thinking about some new things to do in terms of my business. Um, another, this is kind of random, but I also wanted to talk about, because it, it's come up this morning as I've been working, but I feel so accomplished right now because I got so much work done. This The stack of work that had been staring me in the face that I'd been taking from meeting to meeting, I kept thinking, if I have 20 minutes, I'm going to work on this. It never came up. And to keep organized, I have a system of different ways to give messages to myself. I've often thought, is there one way to do it? And I don't think so. And, and, and maybe this just works for me. And I don't often get confused on it. But I'll tell you the main component of it, which is write it down. Sometimes I write down a note in my cell phone. Sometimes I text myself a note to my office email. I also always keep a notepad in my purse. I keep a printed out Outlook calendar in my purse for six months. I will do post-its around my desk. If I do, here's the thing about post-its. I know lots of times people will do post-its and everything's covered in post-its. That to me is not workable. I'll tell you how post-its work for me. If I have a day where I'm at my desk and I'm doing a million different tasks, that's when I'll do post-its and I'll stick them on my computer keyboard. And it has to be tasks that I'm going to complete that day. Because then I can just take the post-it and throw it away. If it's a larger task that's going to take place over a series of weeks or days, I have a Monday through Friday notepad on my desk for those tasks that are going to take longer. Post-its are always just the Reminder first thing in the morning, where if you have a post-it sitting there, or if it's when you're doing things and like something pops into your head, like I'm working on one case and then I remember, hey, you need to call Mr. Doe on this other case. Like that's when I'm going to use the post-it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to my um, podcast about my motivations for this week, what I've been thinking of to keep me going. 
And also my little tips for marketing and organization that I've been thinking about for the week. Before I sign off, I want to give a review of the movie El Camino. Before I get to that, I want to talk about, um, again, I think I've mentioned it the last couple of weeks, American Horror Story 1984. This has so much fun in it. It has so many twists and turns in the story. The music from the 80s is great. They also have their own score in it, which is very 1980s horror movie. little bit of a combo of Friday the 13th and Halloween. Watch it if you can. Um, it'll be streaming on FX if you haven't recorded it. It's it's really good. It, it, it's a great season. It's a bit of a bummer because some of the people that have been in it from the beginning aren't in it. But I'm not missing that so much because the season is so good. Okay. If you watched Breaking Bad and you wondered what happened to Jesse... After the end of Breaking Bad, you can finally find out. If you need a recap, Google or go to YouTube and Aaron Paul comes out on the Jimmy Kimmel show and he gives a three-minute Breaking Bad recap. It is surprisingly thorough (laughs) for three minutes and I actually watched it before I watched the show. Also, when you watch the actual movie, Netflix has maybe a five-minute video recap of the previous seasons leading up to this movie. So the movie starts off right at the end of Breaking Bad. It also contains a lot of flashbacks, and it tells, it just fills in the blanks on some of the old storylines and tells you what happened to Jesse afterwards. I don't want to spoil any of it. It was good. If you love Breaking Bad, you're going to love this. It definitely has the shots that Vince Gillian, the the developer of Breaking Bad, is famous for. Like how he frames scenes that's all there. Um, Aaron Paul, it really encapsulates the role of Jesse. Um, and sometimes, like in the very beginning, I didn't feel like the very, very few beginning episodes of Breaking Bad. I don't think Aaron Paul was as good as he became. And maybe it was just his character because his character in the very beginning was so shallow and then all this stuff happened to him but it his acting is great there's a lot of surprises from characters from the past um it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it a issue that has been debated in the last six six years seems to be put to bed and I'll just say that but then I wondered is it really put to bed 
I don't know. You just never know with Breaking Bad. So watch it immediately before there's too many spoilers. Um, My husband didn't really watch Breaking Bad, and he was kind of hanging out with me watching the movie. So there was a lot he didn't understand, but he said he still liked it. So um, enjoy it. it. It is two hours. So it's basically about three episodes of Breaking Bad. It just flows directly from that show. You don't feel like a beat has been missed. It's it's really good. Okay, I think I'm going to wrap up for today and enjoy the rest of my Sunday. You enjoy the rest of your week as well. You can find my podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can find me on Facebook under my personal page or under my Law Office of Florence Brummer page, which again, I'm very proud of. You can find me on my website at brummerlaw.com. You can also find me at Florence Legally Brunette on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great week, and I'll be back next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.